the most productive day of the week here on the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Check us on the MyTalk app. Lori is back in the house. Julia, of course, is here. I'm Holly. Rocco's here. He'll be on the mic in just a hot sec. Hey, hey sounds good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, Lori. Oh, I'm just combobulated. Uh, one no. minute you're in one state and the next minute you're home. How much fun did you have seeing your family? It was so nice. It was so nice to hug my mom. I'm like, we should have somebody videotape it. You know? I know. I was. Didn't get out. You know, I saw her last October. I did go out and break, you know, double masks. Right, right, right. You know, but I saw her, but we didn't hug. And we sat around with masks inside her house, you know. I mean, this just was like, yay, a regular visit. We could hug. We got to go to a restaurant we get to see some family and friends that we haven't been able to see and hug them so yeah it was just nice and it was like we had doppelganger weather yeah seattle we had uh you know mother's day cloudy with clouds (laughs) we got some sun we actually had some sun with sun with the cool it's been cool but we've gotten the sun you know actually it's not bad out it warms up in the sun. You need the sun. We're ready for warmer weather, aren't we, Lori? Seattle is too. They've had yeah. a very long, drawn out spring where they're just, but anyway, we were all just happy to be see together. Each other. And my mom's got a black Pomeranian, just a, a little hellhound, if you will. Um, her name is Bella. But she is got, she new or is this an No, nah, Bella's about eight years old, okay. I'd say. But we've never really known how what size she is because if you guys know Pomeranians, they they're so fur balls. Hair. Right. So my mom found a new groomer, which, okay. by the way, uh, grooming a dog it's is very more expensive. than a haircut. Oh, Lori, yeah. I know. My girlfriend was just talking to me about how much she paid. <laughs> but Bella got groomed like a lion. So just the big fur around her head oh, cute. and then around her cuffs. Yeah, you like know, her, her paws and the end of her tail, oh. and that rest was shaped. Did she look cute? Oh, I never liked that. I never liked that dog so much as I did this visit. Just because it just looks so cute. It's so. I just wanted to bite her. So Rocco cute. got a puppy. Oh, you did. I Rocco? did. Yeah, Saturday. Chico. A Bernie Chico doodle. Or yeah, Chico. Chico. Chico, the mini Bernie doodle. It's a miniature Bernese and Labradoodle. Yeah, it's pretty cute. It's so cute, Lori. I can't. How big is that going to get, Rocco? I think like 20, 30-ish pounds or something. Oh, okay. and, and and tell Lori the full name. Uh, yeah, Ciccolini Fonzarelli Bonello. <laughs> Ciccolini. My boy likes uh, the Marx Brothers. That's where Chico comes from. And okay. then Chico has a character named Ciccolini in one of the movies. Oh, my God. And Ciccolini. We've been, watching a lot. we've been watching a lot of Happy Days. So Ciccolini Fonzarelli. That's cute. Isn't we'll that cute? Well, I know the that my mom happy. is very happy that she had a pet through all of this, too, as a matter of fact. Everyone is. Yeah. Everyone, I think, who has one that's healthy. Is happy, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's the way it is right now with the pet scene. Yeah, people love them, right? We got nothing, you and I. No, I, it, Casey says <laughs> if I bring home a dog, he it's knows over. to pack his bag. He doesn't want to share me. I know. Okay, the how sexy did, jailer how did he handle- is going to let, you know, I, I made my big escape this weekend you when did, I went is, to Seattle. This is like the longest you guys have been apart since the beginning of the quarantine. Oh, yeah. So the great escape has begun, <laughs> and I hope we can keep up. Because summer's around the corner, and we're leaving again in a couple weeks. 
we're, oh. we're going to Vegas next I know. week, Julie. Not a couple weeks. Oh, I keep next forgetting. It is, is the Vegas date. Cannot wait. It's and funny because we're all going to be in the desert together. Yes, yeah, I'm going to be are. out, you know, three hours away in Utah, yeah. flying into Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Have a good trip, Rocco. I know. You guys aren't for the uh, <laughs> staying in a teepee like I'm going to be. Well, you're going to have fun. That's what I you know. guys do. And you're we, your we people. Talked to, we talked to our Vegas expert this morning. I said, I need one good Vegas breakfast. To show my ten year old, why what couldn't Vegas you take my advice? Lori he gave, gave the, you the exact advice the, I gave you because he is like a high roller in Vegas. Rocco, what is Lori? Yeah, <laughs> I might not, not be a high roller, but I'm a, a long time snob. traveler, and hotel right. snob, and I know stuff. I'm as good as a travel agent almost. when it comes, to, yeah. especially in Vegas, because I can't even count how many times I've been there. So, and Lori's been there double. Yes. And he gave, so the v- advice he gave me was actually the exact same advice Lori gave me a week ago. So breakfast right. at the Wynn. Yes, breakfast. We think, yeah, we should, for our one breakfast, we'll go to the Wynn and it's so, see the flowers. It's so dazzling. Yeah. It's such a dazzling hotel. Yeah, it's you know? really oh, oh, okay. And Lori, I know you just got back today. Yeah. So you didn't get catch caught up on mayor of east oh yeah no i no, i didn't watch my okay. mom doesn't have hbo so. okay rocco it's pretty good i heard it took a big okay. plot twist last yes i've decided night. kate winslet is an amazing actress have we yeah. not known this not it's nice not like her outside of like a, a movie right she you know, plays like an ex-jock with like some weight on her and yeah this, it's beer swilling dr- yeah you know, it's like what and yet she can. This she is her big little lies moment. Moment as far as now she's going to be able to get stuff made, produced. Now she's tasted prestige television, right? It's Limited not too series. Bad when you do an eight episode or seven episode, that's right. Like, and you've got great writing and everything else, right? So. Well, she, you know, uh, um, HBO Max again, like tripled their numbers over this. I mean, people because they do the slow bleed and give you one a week. Mm-hmm. And so they have even more people signing up. If anyone is having problem with their Xfinity HBO Max app mm-hmm. and it suddenly went dark, I wish you luck. Oh. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to delete it. They don't know how to delete the app and redo the app. So you have to use a Fire Stick or Roku or something else, a different way to get what at it. What a pain in the Yeah, I know. That was a lot of phone calls. I thought your problem was that you got busted sharing That was there too. Password. But yeah. then I joined. Then okay. I joined and it yeah. didn't work. So there's well, because a, you had to log in with like a new login and it was like no, yep, but they can't get rid of the app. No, you can't even get access. So I had to use it through a Fire Stick, but I got there. I'm able to do it. I'm learning technology. Whoa, Good job. whoa! But again, they don't know how to delete it. It was very funny. It was a lot of long conversations. Like I was on hold today forever. I've been on hold a lot lately. It's it's, it's a new, it's an art form. Patience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Laura, you missed a little bit of, we had some crazy moments and I will say sex Monday was not the same without you. And I think you would have thrown things at me, but we talked about that very popular sexual enhancement toy, the sex swing. Oh yes, And how popular it is to, and just how people right and left are, are buying it injured. up. Getting it and trying to figure out how to use it. <laughs> well, apparently you're supposed to keep your feet on the floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not wear a scarf if you're up by a fan. Yeah, yeah. No, there's all <laughs> kinds of... Here we go again. It seems like it's rife with uh, injuries. It seems like a broken wiener could happen. <laughs> it could snap. You could get oh. stuck. You could get a shoulder dislocated. Oh, Lori. It seems dangerous even we were, to think about it. We were so off the rails. You really, You really would have just... 
you would have died. It was pretty bad yesterday. Well, you know, you did your public service. Now people will really think twice. I, we didn't even get to the dangers it. of it, Lori, because oh. we couldn't even figure out how it worked. Yeah, of course. I mean, so we didn't have you, the resident expert with the sexual real estate here, to guide us. Well, <laughs> Julia, the only reason I know a sexual swing would be difficult is because one time trying to do it in one of those hammocks that are like a chair hammock yes that's what the swings look like now they got back support you know what a lot uh you think varding happens in a regular <laughs> position <laughs> try oh here we go being in a, chair, a 90 degree angle. in a chair hammock <laughs> you're gonna be a veritable vagina vaginal bellow See, Varding never came to mind yesterday. No, it didn't. We, can, we didn't even. We needed Lori to bring up Varding. I know. Thank you. And I sort of talked over her sound effect there. That was you can do it again. <laughs> That's very. That, That's yeah. I'm like a varder. I mean, I one time in a hammock chair. I not no matter how sexy the uh, destination or the person is, it's real hard. No pun intended to get things going on in that thing. Very tippy. Oh, um, my God. All right. Listen, oh. when we come back, like the cicadas, 17 years later, the story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, two Fridays ago, we heard the news that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez were hanging out again shortly after she in- ended her engagement to Alex Rodriguez. Since then, people, people including us, have been obsessed with the revival of vintage Benefer gossip and... It's been 17 years since they broke off their engagement. And the funniest thing I read today was, like the cicadas, Benifer has returned after 17 years. Because yes. that's cicadas. And they will furiously mate all summer. And then the relationship will pr- return to the underground. Maybe they'll get married. But all we really need is a t- new Usher song. And it's 2004 all over again. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Lori, when those pictures came out, I just, just like I called Catherine... You know, our sister in Montana, and I'm like, okay, it's all okay. the buzz. And how did they know that, that they were, they were in Montana? Okay. So here is the thing with these two. They, first of all, the fact that we're getting, um, you know, uh, all kinds of source reports from people and E about a lot of very specific detail yes. makes it believe that this is a... How this is a rollout of this couple. Okay. So it's a planned, is it a publicity? No, no. They're banging fast and furiously yeah, and, so and having a lot of fun. It is it is heat. Mm-hmm. And uh I had forgotten that Jennifer Lopez and do you remember she came out with um a book a few years ago, sort of a semi memoir. It was called um True love, and it came out like maybe three or four years ago. Yeah, and she wrote about her marriage to Mark Anthony. She wrote, Mark came back into my life three days after I should, should have been at the altar saying I do to another man. Thinking back, maybe deep down, I knew that this was a band aid on the cut, that my wound hadn't been stitched or healed, but I pushed that all out of my mind. And of course, that, that band aid, uh, on the cut, the wound was Ben Affleck. Yes. And if you remember, she that she went to him like that, and yeah. got married and had kids, right, yep. right, yep. and um, and so the thing that I that you know it was on April thirtieth, 
that the paparazzi first got shots of Ben and J-Lo separately being driven around in her SUV, picking him up at her house, dropping him off at her house. Um, and that was Anna DeArmas' birthday. Yes, I know. I saw that, too. Okay, then two days after that, they were at the Vax Live event, which my mom and my sister and I watched on Saturday it, night. It was pretty good. There were some good performances. She looked like amazing. Oh, she looked amazing. She sang Sweet Caroline, Sweet Caroline yeah. to Ben. And two days later, they take off to Montana yeah. for almost a full week. This is not a friends catching up thing. This is a thing thing. It is a thing thing. And... um. So, uh, and the, the paparazzi, I'm, it's not exactly a paparazzi hangout on no. the regular. And at this time of year, so the sh- people were tipped off, either someone at the airport, someone at the resort. But when you consider the detail that TMZ brings with their latest report, there may be other moves in place. According to TMZ, Ben started love blasting J-Lo over email in February when she was in the Dominican Republic filming Shotgun Wedding. But this what all if these started. Two shotgun a wedding. Wait, wait, what, Lori? Wait a minute. Wait, Lori's so excited. But wait, these two. If you remember, there were two magazine articles that they asked Ben Affleck to quote, and before the Oscars, he said that I'm she, getting to that. Oh, the oh allure, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm getting. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm getting to that. I will follow you then. No, Anne Style was yes. asked about her, and not an A Rod, and you were like right away. What? Why is he commenting on it? Why ben no A Rod instead of A Rod? Right, and when and a lot of people were like, he's sending a bat fleck. Flex signal to mm-hmm. her because he knew that that would be coming out. So he had been emailing her. TMZ said our sources say the emails also referenced JLo's love for Ben's writing and include a line about him being able to own her heart with his pen. We're told they continued emailing back and forth for the duration of the shoot, even when A-Rod was there, ostensibly yes. trying to make up to it. And uh-huh. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I mean, TMZ is not the Daily Mail or The Sun or Us Weekly. I mean, I think when Their they quote actual are, lines yeah. from emails, they're getting this someone inside, very close yeah. to Ben or J-Lo. So go back to the Montana photos. I mean, 
Remember when J-Lo and Ben were first photographed on April 30th separately, but in the same ride, and she had her window rolled down mm-hmm. with her hair blowing out? Um, so they've been they've been in touch before this while A-Rod was on the island with her. And I think, uh, you know, he, basically adding a new chapter to the love saga, I don't think I'm going to get my wish that we call them Jenjamin. I think it'll just be Benefer 2.0. It's Benefer 2.0. Yeah. And uh, anyway, and so it's not getting back at A-Rod either for her. This is like going back to the one she felt like she got away. And she just gave an interview not that long ago where she referenced Ben, not by name, but she said, I had a broken engagement that broke my heart. That Mm -hmm. was the first time I was heartbroken. Well, the thing with her and A-Rod, first of all, I hated it from day one. We we all know that. And he wasn't enough for her. I felt like they fit together at the time because she had been dating Casper, the 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 ghost, you know, the twenty four year old yes. boy nanny, right? Who, and A Rod at least was on her financial right. equal level for the first time she was with someone like that since you know Mark Antony, yeah. And so he was a reach down for her. I mean, he, she's got everything going on, but he, the kids, you know, their their lives gelled for a couple of years. I never felt any. Heat. No, not Between zero. Those two. No, on zero. a red carpet, no. nothing. I felt no heat at all. He's this, not sexy. But Ben is sexy. Is hot again uh-huh. now mm-hmm. with Jennifer. Yes. He's glowing him up. Yes. Even though he's got a lot of things going on. Um, you know, I the thing is, she loves a bad boy. She wants to reform him. It'll be fun until he gets restless or she gets sick of him. Or maybe this is going to be that thing that happens that you hear about from a friend on Facebook where somebody reconnects with the one that got away and then they get together. But if they have a shotgun wedding, I'm going to lose my mind. No, they wouldn't get married. What's the point? I'm just saying. What's the point? Just saying. I don't know. There is no. They're hot. Yeah. yeah. They're hot. And, um, (sighs) well, here's just. um, And the paparazzi have got to be happy. They haven't worked this much in the time of COVID. These two are really giving us some A plus Mm -hmm. photographic uh, photo shots Mm -hmm. and things are being sold. And I mean, I want her to keep the juicy couture tracksuits in the, you know, storage, even though she probably, I'm sure they fit her or whatever. But uh, anyway, and you know, she doesn't drink and he's He's supposedly working on his sobriety. Right. I think it's a good thing. I mean, bring on Benifer 2.0. And when they got out of the plane, when they landed back in LA, they were holding hands. Mm -hmm. Which is a good sign after a vacation. Yeah. I mean, they were madly in love back in the day. It ended bad, but, you know, it doesn't mean it was bad, mad love. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, this is happening. It's not fake. It's not fake. And I couldn't be more delighted. Uh, I hope Alex Rodriguez is upset. Well, according to sources, he's... He's taken off guard. Oh, hey everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us this Tuesday. It is another edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club. And we are so delighted. Mary Kay Andrews, New York Times bestselling author, is with us for her latest book, which is a page turner. Read it this weekend. It's called The Newcomer. Hi, Mary Kay. Hi, Mary Kay. Uh-huh. Hi, ladies. How are you? We are good. Oh, my God. We're so How, honored to have you on. Yeah. How do you do it every oh, time? 28 books. 
How do you go to work every day? I just do what I I just do my job. All right. Well, you're so good at it. You're just so good. Um, please tell uh, the people who are joining us about because this really is a page turner mystery romance thriller and just a great setting. It's called the newcomer. But if you could give people the setup, we'd sure love that. I'd love to. Yeah. Um, so Letty Carnahan is a young woman on the run from her ex and from the law she uh, had found her sister dead on the floor of her um upper west side townhouse in manhattan and um she knows that her sister's ex who is also her ex must have done it and her sister told her um months earlier uh, her sister was in the middle of a bitter custody battle for um, the sister's four-year-old daughter, uh, Maya. And her sister told her, if anything bad ever happens to me, it's Evan. Promise me if something bad happens to me that you will not let him get Letty. I mean, get Maya. So take Maya and run. Promise me. And so Letty, when she finds her sister's body, that's what she does. She grabs her four-year-old niece, Maya, and she goes on the run. And she ends up in a small mom-and-pop, one of those old vintage mom-and-pop motels on Florida's Gulf Coast in a town, a real town, actually, called Treasure Island. Mm. And um, the motel is called the Murmuring Surf, and it's full of these zany retiree snowbirds. They're the regulars. They come down for the winter every year from up north, and they're very territorial. They have their units, the same units they get every year. And they have the same um, lounge chair sent out at the pool, and they stake out the um, shuffleboard court. So Letty, who's young, and her four-year-old niece, Maya, they're not used to having children around. So they're very, very suspicious and even hostile towards, towards Letty. And the most suspicious and hostile at first is uh, a local cop, a hot cop named Joe. Yeah, a hot He's cop named Joe. Hot. Yeah, I we like, like him. <laughs> we liked him. <laughs> Thanks. He was fun. He was fun to write about because he knew something was up with Letty. The first time he sees her, she she's driven all night when she gets to the mur- the name of the motel. By the way, is a murmuring surf. She's driven all night and she falls asleep in her car in the parking lot. There's a big no vacancy sign, and part of the mystery of this book is why she ends up at the murmuring surf. Mm-hmm. Right. Her sister has left a, an old magazine article about this place. She has no idea what her sister, what connection her sister could have to this place. But she just she has no place else to go, so that's that's where she ends up at the Murmuring Surf. It's so good, and it, you know, it just we've had family in Florida I've, our whole life, so would go to these little beach towns and see all the little motels, and it just you painted such a lovely picture of old town Florida, you know, mm-hmm. and some of the really quaint areas and the personalities and everything. Like Lori said, I mean, you're so good at this. I've read many of your other books, but I think this is your first time on our show. Yeah, I think it is too, and I'm so I'm so thrilled that you invited me. Yeah, in fact, I'm staying at one of those motels down, not far from Treasure Island, uh, in Florida right now. Oh. So um, I'm kind of having fun getting reacquainted with the setting that inspired the book. Oh, that's so fun! So were you down there? Is that kind of what happened? What inspired this book, The Newcomer? I grew up down here. Yeah, I grew up down here in St. Pete. Um, Treasure Island is one of the Gulf beaches right outside of St. Pete. Mm-hmm. And um, I always wanted to set a book in one of these old mom-and-pop motels. I've always loved them. And so I actually came down uh, in January, early January of um, 2020, before the lockdown began. And 
interviewed some motel owners and talked to some folks. And then, of course, uh, and I was so glad now that I did because then I went back home and, you know, you couldn't leave for mm-hmm. over right. a year, 15 right. months. Right, yeah. So does it so take my, you? you know, with this book, I wanted to take people, I wanted to take people away. I wanted to take yes. them away from worrying about COVID and, and business and quarantine and all that. I want to always want to take my reader someplace they want to go to. And you did very well. Yeah, you you really Mary did. Mary Kay Andrews is the author. The book is The Newcomer. Um, newcomer. Newcomer. Not New Cucumber. I do. I do. I put a B in it. The Noob. The Noobcomer. You know, and we had on um, uh, Patty Callahan, um, Surviving Savannah, like two weeks ago, and she told us that one of her delightful things that came out of COVID is that you and her and the woman who wrote the Book of Lost Names, I can't remember her name, have started a Friends with Fiction face... Yes. FaceTime. Friends and Fiction. Yeah, so we we have a Wednesday night Facebook Live show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, and, and folks can listen in. We talk about our books. We interview authors who have new books out, and we do it in support of uh, independent booksellers. So we've had such a great time talking to other authors about their books. Um, we had Kristen Hanna on mm-hmm. right after um, The Four Winds came out. We had Delia Owens. You know, I think they just p- printed their three main copy of well, When the Crawdads Sing. Mm-hmm. Right. We had Ellen Hildebrand, who writes these great atmospheric New England beach books. So uh, we've had a lot of fun meeting and talking to authors about their books and sharing them with folks at home who couldn't get out to get, go to book signing. Absolutely. On the lockdown. Yeah, right. we, we've had like, we upped our game here because we've been doing our book club since the beginning. We've been on the area almost 19 years this June. And we've gone oh from gosh. one book a week to two books a week in addition so to you're our, covered up in books like me. We yeah. really, we really are. And we've had those people on, but I mean, it's but, just so fun. And as an author, I just have a question. Yeah. Are, what kind of questions as an author do you ask another author that you think just readers of the book don't pick up on? I think we all, we always ask the origin story of a book. Where did you get this idea right. from? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're always surprised by the crazy things that um, authors that come into their head and how they spin a story out. And so that's always fun to ask. Um, gosh, what else do we ask them? Sometimes we ask them what mistakes they made in their publishing journey because, you know, a lot of these authors have been doing it a long time, so we're always interested in that kind of thing. Uh, we're interested in what research they do, especially so many authors doing historical fiction. Right. Um, you know, I the research I did, I just came down to Florida and interviewed people who owned old motels. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I did some other kinds of research. I talked to police detectives. You know, there's a there's an unsolved murder in this book, mm-hmm. and um, then there's also there's actually more than one, and then there's also some thriller aspects. So, you know, you have to you have to get that right. So I have a, a, a retired police detective friend that I talked to and um, talked to a, a lawyer who handles estate matters because um, there's a question of custody and estate in this in right. the newcomer. So I love hearing from other authors how they did what they did. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, um, it's this book is just so fun. I loved this book. Lori yeah. loved this book. And, oh, thank you know, you. it's it's just a great summer beach read. Well, I and, like the idea because sometimes we go too heavy down like the mystery or yeah. thriller suspense. I love that in this book, I love that it is a 
perfect mix of romance, mystery, and thriller. Yes. And it, I really did not see any of that coming. And I could feel and taste, uh, you know, with my eyes, the uh, Florida sunsets. And I could see the murmuring yeah, surf. I wanna, yeah, I want to put my readers right on the sand. I want them digging their toes into the sand. And I want them to feel like they have a, you know, adult beverage in their hand and that they're looking out at the Gulf sunset, that beautiful orange and magenta sunset. That's where I want to put them. I want to put them in a happy place. And if I can do that, I've done my job. Well, Mary Kay, I think you've so. You've done it again. Okay, so I have a silly question for you. This is completely off um, your book. Yes. Okay, we're talking with Mary Kay Andrews, um, New York Times bestselling author. Um, and you said you grew up in St. Pete, right? Yes. Okay, yes. so Lori and I have been obsessed with Scientology forever. Um, so I just have to, not in a good, not way. in a, but just for, that's kind of been besides books, that's mm-hmm. been one of our main themes through our show since the beginning of time. And I know how much Scientology's bought up St. Pete. Right. Yeah. Is, is there, uh, you know, um, I, I don't know personally know too many Scientologists, but yeah. Uh, one of the oldest hotels in downtown St. Pete. Um, the Princess Martha, which used to be, you know, way back in the day when I was in high school, that was a place that, you know, people came down for the for the season and stayed. And right. They had a ballroom that had, you know, high school proms and stuff. Well, that that got bought up, and big big chunks of uh, very expensive real estate in Clearwater, just north of here, got bought up. And the the church is a has been a pretty um, pretty big force in the community. I can remember. Years ago, you know, I started out as a newspaper reporter, and when the Scientologists first came to um, this area decades ago, and the newspaper reporters started um, looking into it, right. they sued them. Right. They sued them personally just to intimidate them and to keep from writing about them. So, you know, um, that's not something I'm going to write about. I don't want nope. to mess with those nope. people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, but you're so right. I mean, think of all the people that how they intimidated them, everything going way back in time. And I just, just only because you're in the same location, because yeah, 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 I have yeah. a friend down there and she just says, it's crazy how much real estate's been bought up by Scientology and it's not usable and you never see people in it. No, I, yeah, I don't know. But yeah. it also, because it's a, because it's a religion, it gets taken off the tax rolls. So exactly. That's not, that's not, doesn't help the uh, local tax base too much. No, I know it doesn't. Well, we're fighting to make them pay taxes. We're working on that on our side job. <laughs> but anyway, your book is great. <laughs> you know, have your books been made into, do you see this being made into a limited series or something? Well, I see it being made into a limited series. So mm-hmm. far, nobody in Hollywood does. So there's you know, something you know wrong anybody, with them. Um, give them my number. Yeah, you got my number now, so I pass it along. We do, Lori. T- I'm Lori going tweet, to be please. Ramona the Pest <laughs> and contact Reese Witherspoon. You have no idea how many we times do. because this would have so you got you'd have you have so many great characters in this. Um, you know, for a series, you got the hot cop. Beautiful Letty, the older know, the couples, older people. Yep, be cute. I mean, you've got a real yep. good like everything is done. Everything is ready to go, Mary Kay. I just have to be remote of the past with uh, Reese. I wish you would. Okay, she, well, Lori will. She hasn't answered us. Could once. be a free book for you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, speaking of which, well, we have to ask you: What's the last great book you've read? You know, I am reading a book. You mentioned the book of lost names earlier. I am reading a, a book by um, Kristen Harmel, who wrote that. Her book comes out in July. It's called The Forest of Vanishing Stars. It's another beautiful, touching story. Um, 
set during World War II in um, Poland, in a forest in Poland. And oh. it's, it's just beautifully, it's beautifully done, and I'm really enjoying that. Oh, lovely. Because we haven't even read the Book of Last Names. I think she's coming on a couple of weeks for that one. Mm-hmm. We're way behind. Well, I'm, you'll, I know you'll enjoy having her. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Well, you are a treat. This is a big treat for us. And Thank we hope you, to Mary talk Kay. to you again. Mary Kay Andrews, the book is the new comer. Comer. <laughs> um, and um, take care. We've got two books to give away, 651-641-1071. And thank you so much. And Lori will send Reese a note. Maybe she'll answer Thank us this you. Yeah, time. Yeah, please do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Happy summer, lady. Thank, Thank you, you. You too. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, I'm at the bookstore at the Seattle airport, and I see Mary Kay Andrews. And I'm like, hey, that's the book I read this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's last summer's book in the paperback. Oh, yeah. She's a prolific writer. Yeah, 28, she is. And, and, and always her books have the same font, font and the same beautiful. It draws you in. The but, covers. I've yeah. read a few of her. I was just like, wow, we're having her on today. That was a big, that was a fun one. She's yeah. a good one. So we've got Christy's going to get a book and someone else is going to get a book. Christy and Barb, you're our winners today. So congratulations. Sweet. We'll, we'll be getting those to you soon. Speaking of Scientology, Joya, just at the tail end of the day yesterday, I started, I thought, oh, I suppose I should just look at some gossip because I really was... Checked out a gossip and um, we're doing family gossiping. And how was um, that? Uh, Is there anything good and juicy? Eh, yes, yeah, always. On the, on always. the West Coast, yeah, okay. always. But there, there, there's no shady palm tree for you to uh, <laughs> get close to right now. But um, anyway, so I start looking and I'm like, what? Uh, the Golden Globes? Uh, they've decided not to air. Yeah. You know what's this? And blah blah. blah. And then I see Tom Cruise mails back his. Three Golden Globe yes. Awards in protest of the Hollywood Foreign Press. Like, uh, and I just said, return Shelley, Lori, renounce Scientology. But first of all, he doesn't even make a statement. He no, I just know. returns them. It's so Tom Cruise. It's so Tom Cruise because if anything, he has had no luck with the Academy of Motion Arts and Science. He's a seven-time Golden Globe. Award nominee and three-time winner, and he, they nominated him for the Last Samurai, and he, the, he's always loved them, and they love it. This is the kind of movie making thing that he knows award show because it's a lot of glad handing trips, uh, arse kissing, and you Hollywood know, foreign presses. That relationship is with yeah, the yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if he wants to return anything, he could return Shelley Miskovich to the world. And renounce Scientology mm-hmm. and get have a relationship with the daughter that he's uh, ghosted and shunned, and uh, apologize to Nicole Kidman for turning his their children against her. I mean, if he thinks returning these, I mean, the Hollywood Foreign Press, you know why this is all happening? Yeah. Do you? They don't have any black members, and they have ninety members. That and has none been of the case forever. forever, and they've never so, changed. And people have called them out on it, and then NBC. Go ahead. There's more. There's a there's a final thing. I don't know if the CBS audio will have okay. what the big thing is. Okay. That uh, because the Hollywood Foreign Press. This has been known. I remember Tanya Hart told mm-hmm. us about this. Oh yeah, she said I, I don't know how they get away with it. She told us about this at least 10 years ago. It has always been known. It is. They produce the, they're behind the, the Golden Globes. This is their but it's about show. 90 yep. quote unquote yep. journalists. And there's a lot of junkets and mm-hmm. a lot of like 
Emily in Paris got nominated for a lot of Golden Globes. We love that show, but yeah. then we find out in this LA Times report that they did on the Golden Globes, like way last November. Yes, yes, yes. And they said, oh, all these members that accepted, and like 30 members of the Hollywood Foreign Press accepted a three-night stay to visit Emily in Paris, and they stayed at, um, uh, if I maybe the uh, George... Anyway, about $1,500 a night hotel room. Hotel, so on the right, right bank, right, you know, right, maybe right. it was the So they're, they're easily bought. Easily, easily persuaded. Per- persuaded. Let's listen to CBS right. this morning and see if they give us this one juicy detail. See, we told you about yesterday is escalating today. NBC has decided not to air the award show next year. That's a big deal. This comes amid growing criticism about a lack of diversity and alleged ethical lapses in the group behind the Golden Globes. That's the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Jamie Ucas takes a look at what's next oh, for Jamie. one of Hollywood's oldest and most watched award shows. And the Golden Globe goes to... It's one of the first events of award season, but next year, that may change. In a statement released yesterday, NBC said they believe the group behind the Golden Globes is committed to change, but feel strongly that the Hollywood Foreign Press Association needs time to do it right. A monster is a monster because someone enables them to be a monster. And they have finally come to the moment of reckoning. Clayton Davis is the Film Awards editor at Variety magazine. He says despite declining viewership of award shows in recent years, the Golden Globes can still have immense power. There's a financial incentive for these movies to get nominated, right? Removing the Golden Globes from the equation hurts everybody else, including the Academy Awards, because people, general public, are hearing about these movies for the very first time. They have a direct effect on people caring about the movies. So, I mean, I don't know if we have any more, because first the LA Times did the expose just saying, you know, pointing out what had been known right. for for a number of years that not one black uh, member of the Hollywood right. for in the year of Our Lady 2021. And then um, uh, uh, and it also detailed some of the ethical lap- lapses. And then the bro- the Golden Globes broadcast was very bad. NBC didn't even send any of their people to yes, it. Remember same, how painful that was? It was painful. And then, I mean, there was nothing to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so... And then... A crisis management legend, um, Judy Smith, a.k.a. Olivia Pope. Mm-hmm, from Scandal. Who'd mm-hmm. been hired the year before by the Hollywood. She quit. Okay. She quit because she, uh, the the former Hollywood foreman, former president, this Phil Burke, uh, sent an email out, like, in the last month. Mm-hmm. That was just, I mean, he's like 88 or something. Mm-hmm. They, they said completely racist, horrible, oh, horrible stuff. And it went out. And uh, apparently the guy, the person who's the president, of course, you know, it's a guy. They they, they make like a million dollars a year or something. Oh, like do that they for, to be on the Hollywood Foreign Press? Oh, I didn't know that. president of oh, the Hollywood okay. Foreign Press. So there's just people, you know. And other people are, are getting rid. They have no idea, you know, what this guy does to receive his uh, salary. And they're like, the IRS is going to be taking a look at this. So they're taking a lot of paybacks from the studios and everybody t- for their consideration. 
Possibly, yep. possibly. And, and, and trips and, and things like that. And the whole thing, I guess, on this started was when Netflix and Amazon said that they wouldn't consider their right? movies. So anyway, people are getting all upset. Tom Cruise giving back his Golden Globes. I just say, listen, if you would own up to the horrors of Al Ron Hubbard, maybe it would mean more your no, returning just, of the Golden Globes. Without a statement. Without a statement. I can just see him delivering them to someone. They'll use it as some recruiting yeah. thing, you know, yeah. like to get people to join Scientology. But he, he uh, yeah, he's he's consistently misrepresented Scientology at every turn. It's mm-hmm. like, return Shelley. Where if you want to return she? anybody, Tom. So she? it's interesting to see this whole thing is it imploding in yep. real, real time. But um, they yeah. haven't made any changes, and they've been asked to make changes for years. Yeah, well, yep. When you lose Olivia Poop Pope after a year, poop by almost. I know. I heard you. <laughs> it's better than anything else. Yeah, any other true. words we could say? All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We all have a lot on our plates: work, kids, relationships, and sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton for the stay.